Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, Twisted World fam? We are back with my boys, as always, Cody and Andy. Yo. What's up? Hey, guys. So uh, right now, trying to get a puppy for my wife and my girls. We're looking are you at- really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I've actually been searching for some time, and, and we're looking at these little Frenchies, right? They're these little squish-faced, yeah. cute dogs. And you go online and it's crazy. So we, we find all these, these places and they're like, oh yeah, we're certified this and certified that. Just send us your $4,000 and, and we'll make oh, sure you get your dog. Oof. And I'm like, uh, uh, what? And then, so I ask questions and then I get an email back. Um, please tell us all of this. And it's this long like application. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with 90% of this, but when you start asking me like, what are my work hours and what do I do for a living? <laughs> Can we see your most and, recent tax return? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and how do I know I'm going to actually get my dog, right? And so I start hearing these horror stories about people actually going yeah. through these and losing their money. Oh like, no. You have to pay up front? Yeah, well they they want they want the money as a deposit because these dogs are so sought after. And I get it. There, there's there's some value to them, especially the ones that are AKC and papered and cuz you can breed them and make money and so on and so forth and and it was like, okay, but what's my guarantee I'm going to get my animal and then you hear these people are like I see all these stories on these different sites. So I've been trying to follow these other sites and these people are like, yeah, I sent this company my money and the dog was supposed to be here two months ago and now I can't get a hold of anybody. I, and so I'm like, wow, that's a racket. <laughs> I would never do anything like that if I couldn't see the dog, like in person. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're choosing to buy from an out of state, travel, go see the dog, right? Like right. I, me personally, my, my sister bought her Corgi. I want to say the person was out of like Oregon. But they drove down to the Sacramento area and my sister met them to see the dog. Now, I don't know if she paid ahead of time. They may have paid a deposit. But like, if it's a $4,000 dog and you pay like a three or $400 deposit, so be it. If you lose your money, that's, I mean, you yeah. should do your due diligence beforehand. But I would want to see the dog. I, I, I like seeing him in person before I give any kind of cash. I absolutely agree. I absolutely <clears> agree. And, you know, the hard part is, is like she wants, a, Amy wants a certain color and so on and so forth. And, but anyways, we, we found uh, a friend of a friend, you know, through social media and, you know, social media does have some good aspects and um, introduces this person who's only like an hour away and a uh, professional breeder and she does this stuff and she's telling me, she's like, yeah, we take them to UC Davis and get them genetically tested and make sure that there's no defects in their, their genetic strain. And she said to the point where if you have, we have a contract and in our clause in our contract states. If like the dog ends up with like a heart murmur where you know now it's only going to live a few years, she will completely refund and or give you a new puppy. Wow. So I'm like, all right. So I got someone that's confident in what they've got. Yeah. Oh yeah. She went through this whole thing and I'm like, nobody's ever laid this stuff out before. 
So she's they got a litter coming in a few weeks and potentially some some light cream colors. And so uh, we'll, we'll be. Do you prefer the white cream colors? Uh, so like Amy's been looking at them. She kind of like the blue, I guess it's called. Mm. Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I yes. I enjoy the. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah. So, you know, uh, my wife's picky and she's funny about things. My, you know, my, my wife is, uh, a, uh, a, I love my wife. She's amazing. People meet her and she's like, oh, she's so sweet and stuff. And then she's got this and she's going to kill me. Yeah, she's listening to all this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's an avid listener and she's going to kill me for this. And she's got this alter ego. And, uh, and it's like, you know, many, many years ago, she used to listen to like rap and things like that. And so she gets this like side come out of her and, and then I tell people about it and they're like, yeah, right. But then people see it and they're like, oh, and she's just total like, you know, multiple personalities. She doesn't have multiple personalities. It's just this, this kind of outgoing spunky, like dance in the kitchen while cooking and cleaning and, you know. And I don't mean she's doing like some country two-step stuff. Like, you know, she's dancing. All right. And I remember the first time I, I seen it and she was like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Wh- what? Who is that? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you waited till after we got married to bring this person out? No, and you like, mentioned it at the wedding. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. You knew. Oh, you knew it together a long time that by this point. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't show. And, and for all of our listeners, uh, her alter ego's name is Shikami. Uh, her real name is Amy, but that's what we've named her. Um, uh, great fun side so um you know and she used to listen to the the type of rappers that we're going to talk about right so we're, we're we're talking about two of the biggest rap names in 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 rap history uh biggie smalls aka christopher or his real name excuse me is aka is biggie uh christopher wallace and uh tupac shakur so tupac amaru shakur so that's the guys. Um, and really, we're just going to talk about today about, you know, the theories and mysteries and conspiracies behind Tupac's death. And that's really the, the big one, because there's some crazy ones out there. Um, assuming he died. Assuming he died, which is, you know, great conspiracy. He's in Ma- Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or Cuba or whatever it is. You know, he's, he's, he's out there living it up. Um, and so... I know that when these guys were out rapping and doing their thing, you know, Cody was, Cody was coming into the world, but everybody knows who Tupac <laughs> is, right? I mean, I, I think there's probably eight and 10 year olds that know who Tupac is. Even today, he's still selling records. So, you know, big money. Um, and, and rap was a different thing. R&B was a different thing back then as we just listened to some genuine <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Terrible. We, we introduced... Genuine, uh, a genuine song. I don't want to say the song because it, it is a very bad song, but I, I just remember being in high school. We introduced, we let Cody listen to it, but I remember being in high school and everybody's like, yeah, it's a great song. And now to the, today at, at a little over 40 years old, listen to the words and I'm like, that, that is not a good song at all. Not no, the, even the a point of bit. that. The point of that whole conversation is realizing that at the time, I think I was like 11 or 12 when that song came out. And uh, the fact that you know the words of that song and then you think about, think on them today and I'm like, oh dear God. Yeah. Like, no, stop. No, yeah. it should not be. Well, I, I want to get, uh, I want to get a, a Cody's point of view on something. Mm-hmm. I, I heard rumor mill is, is that our, our fellow host over here, uh, dabbled in, in some rap music no. like himself. No. And I think we should get a hold of this somehow. Is that, no. do you think you can look into this and what we can get it? Yeah. Are you referring to Andy? He's not, Andy. it's not me. 
I'm, I'm, I'm square. Yeah. Did you uh, hear that? Did you hear about this? I've known. I knew about that. Yeah. Yeah. I did not. So we need to get a sample so we can get it out sample to our listeners. of some rap. If, yes. if this existed. <laughs> um, this is not a conspiracy. This is. You can go on the, go on the Wayback Machine on <clears throat> MySpace and just go to his page. Nope. He's got oh. it on his like. Nope. Were you, were you one of those? You won't find it. You won't You're, find it. He's like, like when you go to the page, it like it triggers and yeah. starts playing. Yeah, exactly. People are like, Who, this, is, this is cool. Who is this? And he's like, that's me. That's no. me. That's my mixtape. Yeah. That's my mixtape. <laughs> what was your stage name? I don't know. Oh. I didn't have a stage Come name. I didn't, I Irish Spring. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yes no yeah no this is that. not something you put out <laughs> into the world right there that's lit let's go this is not something you put out into the world what yeah i mean well now it's out there so uh hey i mean we're just curious if we get enough listeners chime in like yeah no. we want to hear this can we get it no can we get this somewhere it, it doesn't exist there, uh, listen it's, it's got to exist somewhere you can't erase everything it's got to be you there. think that I, I think that, but uh, it didn't happen. Oh, hey, listeners! It's with, it's with Tupac. It? Come on, we need we need some votes on this so we can uh, ramp this up. But yeah, so uh, Tupac died in 1996 September, and and he was shot. He was coming out of a I think a Vegas casino. He was you know yeah yeah. So he's doing some gambling, or I don't I, I I don't know if it was a show or what he was, but. He was in the car with, uh, at his time, at the time, the, the manager or head of Death Row Records, Mr. Suge Knight, who has always seemed to be getting in trouble, and gets in the car, drives down the road, somebody pulls up beside, he's in the passenger seat, shoots the car out, boom, and Tupac dies, and everybody goes nuts. I remember when this happened, because I, I remember coming to school the next day, and it was like, everybody's in these groups crying. And I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah. So a rapper gets shot, a well-known rapper gets shot, but none of you guys knew this guy. Why are you guys all like, like the whole school needed an emotional break because Tupac just got shot. All eyes were on him. Uh, <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> that was that was one all, of his songs. All all eyes on me. It was one of his songs. I think it was one of. I think the record was named that too. But like one I, of the last albums, I think he did. Yeah. Crazy thing is, is I just don't, I, I never really grasped that. Again, did I, I listen back then? I was listening to that stuff, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, he's dead. Let me, let me cry tear. I listened to Easy E. I didn't like freak out when he died either, you know? Um, but, you know, people were broken up about it. So Tupac really I think had that would happen with anything nowadays. I mean, you think about any, any popular group or individual that music's yeah. important. Music matters. Yeah. Like, I know that's weird. But we were listening today to the, the the sermon that he was given today about how he knew it was real when when his brother had deleted all or got or got rid of all of his secular music. Yeah, uh, music plays a big role in people's lives. Huge. I had I had Huge. you know I had tens of gigs of music, tens of gigs, you know, in the early two thousands, and I got rid of a lot of those. And it was all yeah. labeled Irish Springs. <laughs> Drop Irish course, Spring bro. Volume One. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Drop, Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this um, is bad. Uh crazy thing. So and I did not know this. I guess Tupac has actually had 11 platinum albums. Wow. But only 4 when he was alive. Yeah. So like Makes he, sense. He, 7 platinum albums since passing. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that kind of the MO with with some with quite a few people? I mean, Biggie kind of the same, not quite as many, know. I'm sure. I know when Patrick Swayze died, I was pretty brokenhearted. 
Patrick yeah. Swayze's dead. Oh man, <laughs> man. Yeah, he. We would, can never have a movie he, podcast. Like we no. would never be able. It, it would be like yeah. a one and done. We'd have to explain every actor, every movie. That actually might be a good like separate podcast. Yeah. Is uh, you know, we'll call it like who does who who does Cody know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and then just pull random pictures out and talk about all the movies that those people have been in. Yeah. And see how he reacts. That'd be cool. I like this. Yeah, this is that. uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, fun. I don't know. It would be short. Uh, but it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe we could give him a list of movies to watch. And then, you know, then he can be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I watched that one you guys made me watch. And he, he wouldn't watch it, would he? No, probably not. Or he would. And then he would just tell us we're like, I can give you guys my opinion on it after. You guys give me homework and I can go back and give you like well, a we 10 would, minute synopsis. The way to do yeah. that would be to do it where um, you're like unalterated. We tell you nothing about yeah. our opinions mm-hmm. and then just see how you feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, some, right. there's some great movies from the 80s. You know, Goonies, they're, they're Beetlejuice. Be good. Yeah. Twisted yeah. World movie reviews. Yeah. Twisted World movie reviews. So uh, Biggie and Pac, East Coast, West Coast, there was like this rival thing, I guess, going on and it was it was real big, 90s, and it was like, you know, if you're an East Coast rapper and you're, or a West Coast rapper, and it was like gangs, like they, they become this gang, right? And even though that they're kind of from, you know, uh, the, the kind of music they were writing and things like that was, I, I guess, easiest way to put it, gang-related, sort of. I mean, just their mentalities and how they did things and carried guns and wore bulletproof vests and, and all of that. So kind of makes sense, right, that, you know, there's these rappers and but the crazy part is and i kind of knew this but i didn't really until i started digging in it these guys were friends these guys were friends who biggie and Pac. okay so um at one point like i guess biggie was trying to come up Pac had already released a platinum album and so biggie like talks to this drug dealer <laughs> funny thing has it talks to this drug dealer and he's like hey i want you to introduce me to tupac right and so he gets him invited to this this gathering that tupac's having in his house and there was this intern for Biggie, I, I guess. And he was like, and the intern goes on quote by saying that Pac was in the kitchen, like cooking up some steaks and some, some French fries and just, you know, regular average food. Like this guy's already worth a bunch of money and he's in the kitchen cooking for all these people. Right. When they're just, they're just getting ready to have a shindig and Biggie comes in and, you know, they became friends. Right. And to the point where like at one point, I guess, like when they would visit, like if, Biggie visited LA or vice versa. They would crash at each other's houses. Like they were really good friends. Like not this, this so quote unquote beef as it became. And I'm sure it was facilitated. But I think the, the one thing that I saw more than anything was the kickoff, the main kickoff. And these two were supposed to go to, I guess, Madison Square Garden has this thing called Quad Records, which is like a recording studio. And they were all supposed to meet there. Puffy, Biggie, Pac and his crew. And Puffy and Biggie were already there. And this is the first time that Pac gets shot. So he didn't die, but he gets shot four times in the lobby of that, that recording studio. The report said that he still made it upstairs, shot up. And he, Pac goes on record to say the look on their faces were like this guilty look, like, why are you still alive? And so that began the, this rivalry. He, 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 in his Deep down, he believed Puffy and Biggie set this up. Now, no evidence, no anything. It's probably just a young, keep in mind, these guys are like young 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 21, 22 years old. 
we can make making way more money than it should be in this rap game that is that is driven by gang violence and everything else. And so pocket shot and I, I've never been shot. I don't know what it even feels like, but um he was he was upset. I'd be upset. The dude, you tell me the guy got shot four times, made it upstairs, and and has the ability to look at these guys and go, they look guilty. That's what I'm saying. Like, like bleeding out. He got shot four times, hard, right? right? Yeah. But yeah, you're you're seeing things through the right lenses. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> happening. So and we're talking about Pock and Puffy are upstairs, correct? I mean, that's uh, like Biggie and Puffy are upstairs. This was like Diddy like four names ago, right? Yeah. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's this guy named uh, Puff Daddy, aka Sean Puffy, aka Sean Combs. He <clears throat> was the the head of Bad Boy Records, who, who is which who produced Biggie, right? Big, he was bringing bringing Biggie up. In fact, at one point, I guess Biggie asked Pac, like, "Hey, will you manage me?" This is before that incident, and Pac's like, "Nah, man, like we're friends. I don't want to put you know friendship and business together, but stick with Puffy. He'll take you places." And do you he, know who Diddy did. is? Who no. Diddy? Diddy? No. Yeah, he he dropped the P, so now he's just Diddy. Okay, Puff, well, Puff oh, Daddy, P Diddy, P Diddy. P Diddy. Oh yeah, he I dropped know, the I P. Know. Now oh, yeah. he's just, now he's just Diddy. He's just Diddy. That's what I said four names ago. So he was, Diddy he used to be Puffy. P Diddy. Then he was Sean Combs. Then he was Puffy. Oh, okay. so Puffy yeah. and Sean Combs and P Diddy are all the same. All the same person. person. Okay. All the same person. Yeah. He's just no. you know he gets bored of a name and changes it. Yeah, yeah. Like how Snoop Dogg changed his name to Snoop Lion for about five minutes. Yeah, he's making fun yeah. of it. That's kind of what that is, right? Yeah, Snoop Lion. Hey, hey. Speaking of Snoop, real quick before just a little rabbit trail here. You know that Snoop has since bought death row records that doesn't surprise me him yeah. he was good friends with tupac yeah i remember him going on because there's like a conspiracy ca- like happening in the last like couple of years i guess where uh suge knight jr is saying that tupac's still alive right oh, yeah. and he lives in malaysia or cuba or cuba. whatever yeah and uh snoop dogg is on like the steve harvey show and he says it makes for good tv that's why they're saying it and that you know he's where yeah. he, it's where he's where he belongs kind of thing so it's like yeah, Dre, Snoop, <clears throat> and 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 uh, Tupac were were real close. So West Coast, West Coast, right? Which is funny. Do you know that uh, Pac actually started with an East Coast group? You were saying this, yeah? I did not know that. Digital Underground, uh, Shock G, who actually just passed away recently of a uh, last year of a drug overdose, uh, also known as Humpty. So oh, a lot of people remember the go. Humpty dance and all that stuff. He was the head of Digital Underground, and Tupac was a roadie backup singer for. Digital Underground. So um, they were East Coast. And so that's really. But he, named his, he made his name West Coast. He did. He did. And in fact, his, his mom moved him out to Monterey to get out of New York because Pac was born in New York. Yeah. So he was born in like the Harlem area. Uh, Biggie was in like Brooklyn. So, you know, they're kind of neighbors. Right. So, and I think that there's some aspects to that. But so this, this, this shooting, I guess, occurred. Pac later goes to prison and somehow gets some other intel while he's in prison that Biggie knew about the shooting, which again, is that credible sources? <laughs> Who knows? You know, a bunch of guys sitting in lockup, like, Hey, Biggie knew about it, you know? And then he's already got it in his head. And then that's when he hooks up with Suge, Suge Knight, the owner and creator, original owner and creator of death row records. And Suge's like, yeah, come be a part of our, our group. And, so, uh, they go on and then Biggie makes this song like who shot you. And I never actually heard that particular song. And so I was looking up the lyrics and stuff. It's not, it's like a, just a generalized song, like gangster song. Right. But Pac took it to heart. Like, yeah, that's about me. So then he, 
pop fires back with uh hit him up and in the song hit him up he talks about um like being bad boy killers right because remember it's bad boy records he talks about um uh he says some other some other pieces and it's like he 100% directed that song at Biggie Puffy and their crew right um and oh in one of the pieces i guess he he says in it cuz so you know who faith evans is she was an r&b singer yep she was biggie's wife oh and puck in this song basically says that he slept with faith evans right right <laughs> like, just total mudslinging mudslinging just getting it getting it fired up so that was that was the pinnacle of the east coast west coast rap it was these two once friends some things happened and, and now things, he got shot four times he did get shot but things. it doesn't mean that it, it doesn't mean that it was <laughs> puffy and biggie well those would be the things you're referring to it doesn't yeah, yeah. It doesn't. those would be the okay. things the four little things <laughs> yeah. small. Have you the seen things. Those? drama sells <laughs> drama sells right people yeah. watch american idol because of simon cowell getting heated and yelling at someone right, right. like those like my, my daughter's watching america's got talent right she sits and watches with it she goes when simon says she goes i love simon because she loves that he's just brutally honest and like you look for that drama. It's something that attract you're attracted to. Yeah, it. I, I think wonder, that's I the w- human I was, side of it. I always us. wonder if he's really that bad in person or is I, it, he is may be. Just like but a, I think at the end of the day, keep in mind he was an executive producer on both those shows. Yeah. So he was selling a brand just like we're talking. I think yeah. that because everybody was always <clears> nice, like oh they they were. He good. got shot. Simon's like, he got shot. I'm sorry, not not Simon Cowell. I'm talking oh, about I was like Tupac. <laughs> I was, was going to finish my thought. <laughs> Tupac got shot, but I, I wonder if it was all spun in a way to make this beef become a reality because these two guys were up on the rise on two different sides of the United States. Yeah. And the conflict between one another brought a lot of it to the media and a lot of attention to it. Well, and Suge was still trying to get Death Row Records off the ground at one point, and Bad Boy was flying, and that was like, he's seen Sean, P. Diddy, Puffy Combs, whatever you want to call him. Puffy Combs. Puffy Combs. Uh, yeah. he's, seen, he's seen he's seen him as competition. So the, the beef, everything I read was like really between those two. And it just were like, hey, we're gonna use these two Ponzi's, right? And we're gonna use Biggie and, and Pac, they're friends. We we deteriorated because I mean records were selling. Because people were digging, like people on the West Coast were digging the, the battle, East Coast. Because again, I mean, like I said, back in junior high, high school, I remember people are like, oh, East Coast versus West Coast. We West Coast. And it was just like, no, 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 you're a 14-year-old in a high school. You're not, right? But that's what they, they fired up and sold a lot of records, right? Um, and really was the, the kickoff of the, the quote-unquote diss albums. There's, there's been a lot of diss albums since. I mean, Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly, those two guys. You know, Machine Gun Kelly always taking hits at Eminem. Always taking hits and at Eminem. And Eminem's like, bro, do you know who I am? Like, <laughs> just unleashes. Like, oh, yeah. so, they, he was like, did you see Machine Gun Kelly said about you on Twitter? He's like, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got a lot of people hitting me up on Twitter. I don't know. Well, do you that know that, that, that Eminem is, is the highest album selling rapper of all time? Right. Oh, yeah. And Tupac's right behind him. Right. So here's this dude, Machine Gun Kelly, coming up, just trying to diss, 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 diss. Guy's like, oh. You have no idea, but hey, yeah, you're nobody. Kick rocks. So they kicked off. They kicked off the diss albums. East Coast West Coast thing got fired up, and uh, pocket shot in front of a casino, in the car with Suge, and then like I think I don't know six months later, uh, Biggie gets gunned down. So with Puff Daddy in the car, which 
I was young yeah. at the time. I had the feeling, I remember that the, a lot of the stuff was attention was drawn on Biggie. I was all, oh, he had to be responsible. Those two had to be responsible. I know that it shifted to Suge Knight later on. Yeah. But I, I remember initially death, they yeah. thought it was the beef that was ca- the cause of the death. Right. Uh, rather than it being the other way around. Um, but, but yeah. again, back to that drama effect, right? Yeah. Like it, well, okay. Machine Gun Kelly, right? Looks at Eminem as the most successful rapper of all times. Yeah. That's the guy you want to have beef with if you want. This is how it works in this industry. Oh, yeah. Right, you see popularity there. But that's why Eminem's like, right. I'm not going to give you notoriety by recognizing who you are. Right, yeah. right. Because I see what you're doing. Like you're not going to come at me. Like and and he just doesn't. Uh, yeah. Speaking of with these old rappers and stuff, you know, the Super Bowl wasn't too long ago, and I, you know, Eminem, Dre, uh, Fifty Cent too, right? Yeah, 50, yeah, Fifty Cent, Cent doing his hanging upside down thing, and I just it, it was funny watching social media and all the memes that started coming out. Like, if you're 50 plus and you have your AARP card, you love the Super Bowl show. (laughs) (laughs) Sad, but true. Um, And all the young people are like, man, who's these old cats up here doing (laughs) this stuff? Yeah. So, and it it, was funny stuff. Uh, I still think that Pac should have showed up, though. He showed up to Coachella. Yeah. They could have done it. I was expecting it. Remember, I think I was was sitting there with you going, come on, bring him out. Right? Cody, you know what happened at Coachella? Mm. This was years ago. It's been years now. Yeah. I the, do not know what happened at this specific Coachella. And well, yeah, oh, this, with this, relation to Tupac. It was Tupac. So it was the crazy. I mean, when this happened, I just remember everybody going, I knew it. He's alive. Yes. They, they basically create this large 3D digital Tupac. And, oh, okay. and he's doing the song and walking across the stage. Okay. It's a, but it's like it's a projection. A technical feat that, that had yeah. not been done or seen before, and it was legit. Oh, okay. Lo- Using some looks- new technology. It was cool. They it do it, really they cool, do it in but, Japan a lot of the time. But yeah. Right. So at this point, like it supposedly never been done. And so nobody was expecting this. So they start playing one of the Tupac beats, right? And people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Tupac digitally shows up it on was, stage. It looks like it was 2012 that they did it. And everybody, I can't, I can't tell you how many people instantly. Yes, Pac's alive. We knew it. We knew. I mean, look at him. It looks pretty legit. If you're like watching it and you're, I, I don't know what it looked like there, but on, on screen, this is an older, I don't know what the quality is, but yeah. And I don't have the music on, so you can't actually hear it, but he is rapping the song that they're playing. And this yeah. is a live recording that they did from multiple sections or like they're different angles to build like a 3D model of them yeah. of a concert he did. And I was like, the tech, first off, the technolo- technological feat that they accomplished oh, yeah. in tw- 2012 was legit. But this immediately, the news went everywhere that Tupac was alive. Oh, yeah. And it was at Coachella. And I mean, they, just, like, they fed. They, the media fed it. It I re- was like yeah. big. I remember the articles <laughs> coming out. I remember the company that did the production company. Out. Like, it's, it's just holograms, people. We yeah. just did it with technology. Yeah. And no, no, mm. it was like, no matter, the, the curtain had been, been pulled back. Because people had their speculation. It shows you clips of that thing. Yeah. Right, but people don't care. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. But yeah. so people are adamant, 100% adamant that Pac was alive, that, you know, maybe he was doing this remotely and it was cameras filming him, whatever the case may be. I mean, adamant. You could not. And these are all mostly people that had an inkling. They're like, oh, I, think, I don't think Pac's dead. You know, because that, that still to this day lives on. You can find so much stuff where people are, they, they write up entire articles about evidence that Pac is alive. And, uh, you know, we'll get into that in a second because it's just funny, but, um, uh, sad too, kind of, but 
that happened and it was like no convincing anybody else at this point. You're there's so set on the fact that Tupac is alive. In fact, there's probably a lot of people listening right now that are like, oh no, 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 he's alive. We we have proof. Like, but nobody has proof that he's alive, right? Uh so is Elvis. Right. Yes. <laughs> Didn't Elvis like have a heart attack on the can or something? <laughs> I you know, I don't I don't, he, I don't he went from like a sex symbol to, you know He was a crackhead, right? Just, yeah, he had, well, he had drug problems and he was smashing like two dozens of donuts and all this stuff. Like he was just... Oh, he was an absolute legend when it came to food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolute legend. <laughs> his, bo- his body was a legend, that was for yeah. sure. It just, he, he deteriorated, yes. He was and all shook up. He was all... <laughs> Here we go. It's... I know. Cody's like, what? It's keep Elvis moving. song. Keep Elvis song. I know it's an Elvis it's song. It was a lame <laughs> joke. Oh God! Just, thank you for I'm not cringing at the, the. He's cringing at me. God. Yeah, we'll, he's not we'll, cringing we'll, at the joke. Can Can you help me keep this guy's jokes under control? Um, no, you keep giving him credit. So the great. yeah, exactly. the The conspiracies really fall behind Tupac because, again, as Andy put, when the shooting first happened, you know, you had the people that believed he he wasn't dead, which still to this day is alive. But then, of course, it's always the Biggie's crew, Puff crew. Uh, there is one conspiracy that Biggie hired the Crips, right? So I don't. I thought Tupac was like Crippish. Wasn't was Snoop Dogg was like Crip, right? He did the Crip well, walk. Yeah, Crip was West Coast. Yeah. I so uh, I don't know enough about gang. I don't but, listen. Yeah. No. no the, they both. Apparently, Andy, apparently Andy I'm a rapper. Irish Springs does. Apparently, I'm a rapper, and uh, <laughs> Crips and Bloods are both. California. They're not. But so, so Biggie apparently, this conspiracy theory that Biggie apparently paid a million dollars to the Crips to kill Tupac. Um, and in fact, he, there was a Times article in 2008 that was basically saying, oh, there's evidence of this and that. And then later had to be pulled down. I couldn't find the article, but I found the blurbs talking about the article that went out and then they were forced to pull it back down because the FBI that supposedly had reports and allegation uh, of this allegation later found that it was inconclusive and falsified. So whatever the agenda is behind that, not real, completely dismissed. The big one that is currently standing is that Tupac was actually killed by uh, Suge Knight. So Suge Knight, the owner and creator of Death Row Records, supposedly had a big hand, played a big part in killing Tupac. Now, why people are like, well, why would he do that, right? So one, um, there was a, his attorney's name was um, David something, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but Dave- Kenner. David Kenner, yes, thank you. David Kenner supposedly um, was fired by Tupac like a week or two before Tupac was shot. He was fired by um, Tupac, and Tupac said, I'm going to go start my own label, right? And not to mention, Tupac, by this point, was also climbing up There's movies. Um, what was that movie he did with Janet Jackson? Um, I can't. Anyways, Tupac was, was becoming, now he was becoming like a, a movie star, right? He was starting to, to appear in movies. And so he had that. He claims he was going to start his own label. Well, if he started his own label, Suge would lose royalties and all rights to his music. Right, because he would bring everything with him because it's his music. Yeah, he was he threatened to take the masters and go do his own thing. Right. Um and this again was just weeks before he was shot. So um coincidence, who knows? 
Uh, Suge Knight has actually had evidence in the past too when people have tried to leave. So like Easy E, uh, if you guys don't know who Easy E is, he's he was like the, one of the heads of NWA. Uh, NWA. And Death Row Records was producing them in the end. And Easy E's like, no, I'm going to break off of this. I don't like what's going on. And then there's the whole Easy E conspiracy, which is a whole nother thing in itself, but it, just a touch on it. You know, the reports are that Suge and some, some thugs with some baseball bats and stuff, they confront Easy and uh, tell him, sign over Dre. Because Dre was underneath Easy E under NWA. And Easy's like, I'm taking all my stuff with me, which would have included Dr. Dre. And he's like, no. So he confronts Easy E, uh, supposedly, you know, beats him up the whole works. And then later, Easy E dies of AIDS. Now, here's where the conspiracy on Easy E comes in, which is kind of crazy. And the one aspect I didn't know about this, which will I'll, I'll push here, is now there's some belief that Suge Knight had like a, a syringe of AIDS and injected it into. Yes. Yeah, that's out there. That's actually, they kind of show it in the, I think, the NWA movie, because I saw a little blurb where it talks about it. So they even put it in this movie uh, that Suge in, injected AIDS. Now, crazy thing about that is uh, Suge Knight was on the Jimmy uh, Kimmel show or Jimmy Fallon, one of the Jimmy talk We're, shows. They're, they're basically Kimmel, the same. Right? Because yeah. is this recent? Uh, I don't know the date of when he was on, but he said <laughs> he's talking. And by the way, whichever Jimmy it was, was wearing a, a bulletproof vest, like kind of oh, that's dumb. mocking the scenario. Um, but so he tells Jimmy, he was like, hey, you know, if you shoot somebody, you're going to go to prison for life. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So with, with, with technology and everything else, there's like ways where, you know, you could put things like AIDS into a, a syringe. And, and now this is after easy. And I'm sure he's, he's probably playing into that, playing into it because it's the thing that's out there. But he's, he, he's like, hey, so, you know, you don't want to go to prison. You just put some, get some AIDS into a syringe and, and inject it into him. Right. So just, now, just vaccinate him. Yeah. So easy son's like, see, I told you. Like, <laughs> exactly. He's probably saying that because how ridiculous it sounds. You know, how are you going to inject him out of knowing? Like, there's just so many but things. If you Where mock, do you get okay, AIDS from? Well, the crazy part is if is, you mock some, okay, if someone has AIDS in their blood and you put that into someone else's, it, it's contagious, right? It is. So you don't, Whoa. it's not this masterful scientific plan. And, if you have a friend that has AIDS, you're like, hey, bro, let me get some blood. Yeah. And you're done. Let me get some blood. And, and like, yes, that, it, that conversation happens. I'm just saying. Well, if you're Suge Knight. If you're Suge Knight. It's more like, hey, I would pump, not. Give me some blood. <laughs> hey, I heard you have AIDS. I'm looking to commit a crime. May I have your blood? No, see, it don't go like that. It don't go like Suge Knight. Suge Knight's like six three, like three hundred pounds. I'm sorry, beast. He looks every bit of mob boss, dude. Right? He reminds me of Kingpin from Marvel. He's huge. Yeah. He and he's, I, he'd scare me. Man, no, he is. He is no punk, for sure. Uh, and he's currently, I think he, I, don't know if it's still on trial. You'd have to look it up. But not too long ago, he was he was back on trial for murder. Because during the premiere of the NWA, there was another record label producer 
that he basically runs over with his car and it was all caught on video. Yeah, he's incarcerated right now. I just looked that up a little bit Yeah, ago. so it must he must have gotten convicted. But so I mean, he's not a nice guy. So if he wants oh, your blood, he's, no, you're either going to take it or he's going to take it. Guys like that have loyalties, right? So he probably has, I mean, I, I'm not saying that this is what happened. I'm just saying to get your hands on some tainted blood that has AIDS yeah. in it probably wouldn't be that difficult to do if you were in that circle. Well, and the crazy thing is, so Easy e was known as a, I won't use the words that the how, article okay, said. How is it any different than going and buying like a, you know, a shotgun that's sawed off? You can just make, yeah. You just buy a shotgun. You you, you don't think that you, you can't just go like? I mean, I'm just saying like, how many? Okay, how many people actually had AIDS back you know? then? Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of people. Oh, I mean, like it was uh, rampant in the especially early 90s. in the LA, in, in that in LA yeah. County in that time. Okay, so so and there was, so with, having AIDS was just pretty common, right? So yeah. But then like th- then you have another issue where it's like, okay, <laughs> how do I get the blood in a syringe from somebody willingly and have them not talk about it later on? True. You probably got. Well, he's gonna die. He's probably gonna probably gonna kill them later or something like that. Well, uh, if you're a mob boss gangster like like Suge Knight, and you then know. and then now now the tricky part is like okay now I got to get the blood into the other guy without him knowing that it was me. That that when he beat him up, knocked him out in the studio when he confronted him. That's when they supposedly think it happened. So he knocked him out, then injected him with he, AIDS. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, and that's what the movie apparently. And all those too, things so. have to line up. Yeah, for that to work. Well, the, here's the here's the crazy coincidences. So Easy E was known, and again, I'm not going to use these words as a as a pee getter, right? When you can fill in the blanks. Like he liked the women, right? A lot of them, and he had a lot of kids in that span of after he was diagnosed, right? There was a lot of kids that popped out, and even a little bit at, right after he died, and not a single child, and not a single one of those women have AIDS or HIV. So I don't know. Connect the dots. That's what his son's doing. Son's out there connecting the dots. But it does sound far fetched. It does. I'll give it to you. Yeah, that's why it's I'm just saying there, there is there's ways to do it. I'm not saying there isn't done. ways. You I'm the just wrong saying person in a blood lab. Very, like, very yeah. out there. I just hey, believe if there's agreed. a one, if there's a one percent probability or possibility, then yeah, it could happen, right? It's not like he he's he's created the cure for cancer, like, and that's just come unfathomable thing. Getting, I think, getting blood that has AIDS in it would probably not be that big a deal if you were a, a multimillionaire. Is he a multimillionaire at this point? Yes. By the way, I will tell you, one of the beefs that, that, that Tupac... Shug Knight, yes. Well, yeah, but he's been, over the last four or five years, a lot of people have been hitting him up in the court. And I will say this. Like Monterey courts, I saw, like, they, they, it was civil suits, and he had to shell out. He had to get well, out he's been in prison since, like, 2015 or 2016, so yeah. he's, he's stuck. When Tupac was threatening to leave, it wasn't just because of some of the stuff that was going on. He also owed, I think his artists and investors, $104 million. Yeah. So there was this fear and risk that it was going to collapse. And oh. so, he, you know, Tupac's wanted to run, you know, dip and run. And he's starting to feel the pressure of, okay, I've got all this money that I owe. This is my, my piggy bank. And now he's leaving me right. with all of his masters. So there's more money to be made in Tupac being dead than there is alive at that point. And I think that's why probably that's the most prominent right. conspiracy that should set all this up. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, he was, Shug's probably thinking, he's going to bounce me, so I'm going to off him, and we're going to make all these other, we're going to release all these other albums of all these songs that were already mastered by Tupac, and we're just going to keep making money off of him. Which makes you go back to that time he gets shot, the four times, right? Right. So I understand beef for the sense of, let's make it popular, let's both dislike each other in public so that we, you know, we can boost our own popularity, which is exactly what happened. They started this whole beef. Both of them went through the roof. You were either, it's like an Apple Android type situation. You either liked Pac or you liked Biggie. Like 
it wasn't that people didn't like both, but usually you picked your favorite kind yeah, of thing. You're either East Coast or um, West Coast. And so that's kind of the way it was. And I'm wondering, you know, it, at one point, when does the instigation come from higher up to say, hey, there's money to be made here. Let's instigate this a little bit further. Maybe Pac shot himself in that first run. Because I mean, you it, think he would be the instigator in this situation? Non more. They were going to meet. Wasn't he going to meet? Uh, yeah, P. Diddy and 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 they all orchestrated Smalls? it. Smalls, they're like, hey, I mean, maybe have your guy shoot me in the leg four times. I don't even know where he maybe shot. Maybe Pac wasn't in. I don't know. Uh, maybe he wasn't involved. Maybe but he, maybe everybody else was. But it wasn't mortally wounding enough that he could climb up saying some stairs that and get to the studio. At some point, <laughs> the instigators could be higher up, and the people involved are no longer involved, and the beef becomes real. Yeah. Right. And so there's a lot to be made there. Maybe this has always been the plan. Maybe it was to eventually kill off Tupac and and Smalls. Both of them died. Yeah. Right. Within months of each other, if I understand correctly, right? Right. Well, and, and, and come to find out, Biggie was actually from uh, more of a innocent bystander, I guess. His car got shot up, didn't it? Well, but so Puffy was in the car and, and there's like, a, there's a retired FBI agent that's saying that there's, there's evidence that suggests that Suge actually hired a hitman to kill Puffy and Biggie just happened to be there. So I, I remember when Biggie got shot and everybody was just like, man, Biggie set up Pac, Pac's crew set up Biggie. And it just, again, just sparked that flame. High, high, high. Um, and, you know, but uh, uh, again, just not too long ago, the CPI agent comes out and says, hey, it's most likely that Suge was just really going after Puff. Because again, Bad Boy Records, you know, prominent rap label against Death Row. And Suge wanted to capitalize the whole scene. So you take out Puffy possibly take out bad boy and you know death row prevails the top of the food chain so who knows what a man like suge knight thinks but um i think again you know la detectives like russell Poole investigated suge knight and death row and is he's like standing on the fact that there there was some foul play there that suge saw an opportunity not only a loss of opportunity potential loss of opportunity because if Pac had fully broken off into a new label. Even if Pac had died after that, he would have no, no royalties to anything, right? So he's like, that's his cash cow. I mean, he'd had four platinum albums underneath Death Row. And so he's like, he takes them out. And then seven platinum albums come out later. Uh, one of them being under the, um, the pseudonym Machiavelli, which is kind of what leads into the other prime conspiracy theory behind Pac's death that Pac did fake his death. And so Suge Knight went on record saying that they were in Hawaii, I guess. And Suge says that Pac told him that about it, like a dream and about this vision he has. And that, you know, he looked at, uh, Niccolo Machiavelli, which was this, public figure and there was a war going on and in this Machiavelli like you know he, he was charismatic right he was people listened to him when he talked and stuff so Machiavelli fakes his own death to um basically manipulate the enemy making the enemy think that oh the, this prominent figure is dead he can't spark up the people anymore and then you know that's kind of what Machiavelli did right so Pac talks about his respect for Machiavelli and in fact um was quoted as saying Sometimes it has been of great moment where the fight is going on to disseminate words that pronounce the enemy's captain to be dead or to have been conquered by another part of the army. 
many times this is given victory to whom used it, right? So he, he makes this quote, again, based on why he like really respects the story of Machiavelli. But Suge Knight says, hey, Pac told me he was going to fake his own death. And then the weird, creepy thing is, is that there's this video that Pac did for I Ain't Mad At You. And in, and in the video, he's like all dressed in all white, right? And then he dies at the end of the video and ascends to heaven. That video was released two weeks before his death. Mm. And just a month after he supposedly told Suge he was going to kill himself. Or not kill himself, fake his own death. So, um, who knows? I know a lot of people out there are like, yeah, I know. And then we saw him at Coachella. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do you know that the only people that saw Pac dead in the hospital were a couple of hospital staff and his mother? Police officer is actually holding him. And that guy, I, I was reading an article that he gets harassed still, still to this day for whether or not he really saw him die or not. Apparently, there was a police officer that was holding him as he died. Oh, at the scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. I just saw in the yeah. hospital where they pronounced him dead, um, only his mother and a couple of hospital staff. You know, his mother could easily be on it. Moms will do anything for their sons. And uh, hey, a nurse back then, probably only making 40 grand a year. Here's a half a mil. Well, when did, when did easy Handle it. When did Easy die? We know what year? Ooh, I do not know. Okay, so I was like looking up their net worth all yeah. of this time. So Easy was like $160 million. At death or after? At death. Uh huh. They haven't done a lot after. I mean, the records has, but yeah. as far as the interview and all that, it well, that movie, all, that that movie of, sparked it back up for sure. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. And then uh, Biggie's net worth, his estate net worth right now is like 160 million. Wow. Uh, Pac, I think, is double or triple that. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, Duke Knight before was 107 million, and then afterwards he was. He had a lot of other stuff go down, right? Like he he bank they bankrupt. Death Row sold it off for 50% or something like that. So he had a bunch of money problems kind of going after it. But at the time of death, I think it was $107 million. At the time of Pac's death? Yep. And then it went up and a I little bit, right? And I believe he owed $103 million to, to either artists or other people, investors. Because I know that right after Pac's death, and they like started cranking out these albums, yeah. which is why everybody's like, Pac's not dead. They got the Machiavelli album, right. came out just right after. And Death Row was making some money. But I know that Pac's mom, again, yeah. the only one that's supposedly one of those. She slides in and is like, hey, I'm taking this. And she did. She did take the rights. Yeah, I saw that she until she passed. Yeah. And then now it's, I think, the sister. Right. Yeah. His, his, his family estate belongs to the family. But again, in Shug's mind, he's like, I own the rights. He never broke for me, so I'm going to make this money. Right? So that's why it leads back to Shug. And nobody will ever know unless Shug's on his deathbed and goes, all right. <laughs> you got me. You got me. The jig is up. Do you know how Shug Knight got Tupac to sign with him? It, no, but it didn't start on good standing. I mean, uh, technically it did, but I just thought it was something like Pac was in prison though. Pac was in prison for sexual and he, assault, and oh, and he had a three million dollar bail. Oh. And Suge Knight says, "I pay this, you come sign with me." Oh, and that's how that went down. So extortion. He had his oath, right? right? You know, he was he was stuck. He was stuck there until he felt like he repaid that back, and then he did, and probably wanted to do his own thing. And you know, yeah. he's extortion. His blackmail, essentially, right? You know, like no, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, you remember that time? I bought you. Do you remember? Yeah. You remember that time I bought you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pac, and then Pac gets out of prison, and, and him and Dre do the California song, and it hits the charts. Suge's like, yeah, best investment ever. Oh, and now you want to leave me? You're going to die. Yeah, if, okay, if all this stuff is, 
them. Yeah. All the conspiracy is true. All those things you just mentioned about him pulling him out of prison. Then Death Row Records is the most ironic name you can have for a record company in right. the world. It like ever. <laughs> Bar there's no comparison. Right. Killed Easy. Took out Pac. Yeah. Yeah. And and the whole thing where he took him out of prison because he was that that is true. Yeah, I know. That's that, a, that's, that's a true story. That's that, so. Yeah. And and did 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 the name of the record label like? exist before uh, this that was instance? 95 and i believe it did okay well, yeah, because did. nwa was uh 89 when they were doing their thing and it would also be ironic maybe 90 uh it would just be well not ironic but i mean he he literally would be a serial point i mean records is 91 three. well oh. he himself did not kill them he still he just, uh, uh, yes he assa- he had people assassinate except people. for the dude he ran except over for the with dude, his car well, well that or maybe the one where he supposedly gave aids to somebody <laughs> by injection <laughs> i mean that's pretty that's gnarly speculation yeah <laughs> you can't <laughs> how are you gonna trace aids back especially with a guy that was known as a, a pee getter you know what i mean like so yeah hey Nobody's saying Shig is a good guy. Like this guy's bad. He's bad news across the board. Well, there's bad, and then there's then there's evil. serial killer. Yeah, there's serial <laughs> killer like you know sociopath who creates ironic record label to kill <laughs> black rappers. It's crazy. <laughs> like, hmm, what am I gonna name my my album or my my record label? Uh, Death Row. Death Row. Yeah, yeah. So you guys sign with me, and if and if you leave me, you're gonna die. But, you know, and that, that's what that LAPD, LAPD detective said. He was like, there's been signs at this record that that's how, he's, how he operates. Like, there's just, we just don't have the solid evidence. Which brings me back to the evidence piece. You know, it's funny. Somebody made a, uh, in an article, they make this one final comment in the art- end of the article. You find it funny that the greatest investigative team in the world, the FBI, and there's not a single person in prison or even a current standing, you know, in custody or anything. For either of these murders and then somebody like commented on the article and they were like yeah that's because the fbi the lapd and none of these, none of these uh, there's a guy that was arrested he well that's not true sorry he was under investigation and suspects yeah it, they they believed he took credit for it and then ended up dying like three months later and another ga- unrelated gang he took shooting. he took credit for pox death for pox death yeah. orlando anderson um the the one the one lapd cop said uh crazy thing so when the shooter pulls up he like you see a lot of drive-by so this guy's investigated all kinds of drive-by shootings and they they pull up right next to the car and they shoot this guy pulled up at a back angle and shot at an angle so that not a single bullet even came near shug yeah they said that that was one weird thing that was like it's always haunted them because all drive-by shootings they pull up side right next to him and just shoot at a, at a yeah, know. there was one thing I read on here that not only that, but the shooter appeared to have leaned out of the vehicle to shoot at a specific angle. Yeah, like, and it just felt that yeah. that was part of the problem. The guy was listed as a suspect, was not arrested, but was ended up dying in in late later ninety eight. So the FBI is just like, man, we don't care either that or maybe Pac is alive. I don't know. It just all seems kind of kind of wonky. But uh, did you know that Pac's aunt? Back to the Cuba thing. Did you know that Pox Ant was like a prominent figure in the Black Panther Party, and she escaped a New York prison? Did she go to Wakanda? She went. She went, <laughs> she went to Cuba. 
Did you see the Black fact Panther? Right Black Panther? Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. We'll find out forever. He's like, yeah, 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 I know. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we all got it. Yeah. <laughs> like Cody, I'm trying to stay away from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I figure oh, if no. I fuel your fire over here, it's just going to keep coming. We get it. We get it. <laughs> you listen, just a little bit of attention and it just, they just keep coming. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just keep coming. We're going to just ignore it from now on. Be like, Cody, did you say something? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's, I think, where the, the Cuba thing comes in because they think he's in Cuba with his aunt, living it up. Um, cause she, she escaped a New York prison and, and on, she was in prison on murder charges and, uh, she got out and ran, she got out and ran all the way to Cuba from New York. Pretty impressive. That is impressive. She made it, she made it. Pac probably helped her. Uh, supposedly. So again, she's, he's probably chilling in, um, Cuba. Another great one I saw that the U S government has them on witness protection program. And the best part about that is the Twitter feeds that pop out from the CIA, <laughs> they randomly pop up and it just says, we do not have Tupac. <laughs> 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 like uh, the they fact that they filmed it, they like, must, I was like, it, <laughs> to reply on Twitter, like, good Lord, people, kidding we me. Do, uh, for the CIA, yeah. uh, such an unprofessional tweet. It is. And that's all it says. <laughs> yeah. I, and there, I mean, there were some other ones that were worded a little different, but that's pretty much, it's like a one sentence thing. We do not have Tupac. We do not know where Tupac is. And it was just like, it's comical. So off topic, but I'm just random. I was just randomly looking through things, you know, so we got death row records, right? So death row records eventually gets, goes into bankruptcy and then is sold off to auction. And then eventually Snoop Dogg buys the comp, buys it back. Yeah. Right. I was looking through here just to kind of see, you know, where, again, Dugnet owned the company. He wasn't the only owner, but he was the primary, right? Yeah, the he had investors. He had investors, and Dr. Dre was one of them. Right. But under the album, Snoop Dogg released three albums. Okay? Yeah. That's where he got his start, three albums, from 92 to 98. Yeah, the album, Doggy Style. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, just the front of the cover was explicit. You have one, <laughs> two, <laughs> three, <laughs> four, five, <laughs> uh, six. It was bad. It was bad. Oh, it was people. No, they were like dog people, but they were like doing things that, anyways. Okay. Yeah, right. we don't need to get Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Like they love dogs, like they were dog people, or that they were dog <laughs> oh people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were people in dog <laughs> costumes. Terrible. <laughs> it was cartoon-esque. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Yeah. So. You probably don't want to do that. There were six other artists that only released one album, and Dr. Dre's one of them, right? Only one album. Tupac released two. And has since released seven more. So that means nine albums released saw, for Tupac. I saw Pac released four. According to this, there were two that were released before his death. Oh, okay. Now, I, I, again, I haven't gone back and looked at that. They're just, it's literally labeled out. So they released two and then they released seven more. Seven more. No other albums had been released after that besides Tupac from Death Row Records. Wow. He was the cash cow. He was the cash cow. Well, Dre knew after his Chronic album and it went platinum he knew that he had something and he knew that he was like the main producer like dre's dre makes some pretty clean beats made majority of them for eminem and dre was the first album on there the yeah so he dre went in and was like i'm taking my stuff and you ain't stopping me i'm out and in fact only one known today that broke from suge without any like you don't hear any like weird like dre had like hitman or anything like that against him so um, I don't know. Whatever he said to Suge, he he got out. I know the movie depicts one thing, but only Dre knows what happened that day. And have you guys watched the uh, 
the documentary on uh, Netflix? No. I, we were talking about what, doing we were, this yeah. the show, and I happened to see it pop up. I haven't watched it. I'd be interested to go back and watch it and see. But have you seen anything on that? Nothing? No. I, I was watching dog, dog cover. Did you see the cover? Yeah, I saw it. It is dog people. It is, that's what it's, I said. Yeah. It's dog people. I did, I, well, is I it like the I didn't poker know it. table dog people like no. that? No, those are actual dogs. I'm talking, okay. these are like, people hum, with these dog are human, animal human hybrids. These are, yeah. this okay. is this sweet is, tooth. They're kind yes. of like, yes. I mean, it's kind of like people in dog costumes because this lady has, I mean, obviously human feet, but then, and this, and the, and Snoop Dogg, who I'm assuming is Snoop Dogg, this, the dog right there. Yeah. Um, he has human hands. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. And, and. You know, some some promiscuous stuff looking like it's it's about to transpire. Well, I mean, yeah, he looks like he's re- reaching for the tail. Uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what's really great is at the top. What's of the name this, of the album? It's called uh, Doggy Style. <laughs> and so what's funny is at the top of this, there are three dogs or weird looking dogs. And they one of them says, why must I feel like that? Question mark. And then the other one says, why must I chase the cat? Question. Mark. And the third one says. Nothing, no, nothing, but the dog me, dog yeah. in me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I think those are lyrics from one of the songs. I mean, they might there. be. They just out of context to someone who doesn't understand that. Yeah, yeah. it looked really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. You could hang that on your wall. What doggy style? Yeah, I mean, just you know, get a print. Stop. Get it. <laughs> I should just buy the vinyl and yes. just get that you know, shadow box. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah conversation pieces when when the in-laws come yeah yeah well, that's not how that works okay <laughs> okay okay we're stuck. i mean yeah so uh there's a lot no there's definitely some some heavy evidence one way and then there's all these different little crazy conspiracies but uh biggie not really any conspiracy he just you know he was a big piece of the east coast west coast thing and biggie was shot sounds like he was probably just an innocent bystander he was never even the target um but Pac, nobody knows. Some people think he's still alive, doing shows at Coachella from Cuba. And, uh, you know. I think we would have heard something from someone involved if that had happened. I, I agree with Cody. Like, all oh, these people haven't said anything. Like, I think he was referring to the AIDS thing. But I, I agree with them. If you go this long of time without somebody coming out and saying, I helped him or I did this or I, you know. Yeah, not the occasional photo of him in a club from ten yards away with an old flip phone camera. Yeah, and if he's paying people to keep their mouth shut, there'd be there'd be records. There'd be something. There'd be something. something. Right. Unless he's paying the government to help keep it quiet. Who knows? I mean, people do funny things for money. But I guess the question at the at the end of this, the the main question before as we wrap up, is, where do we think? What is our thoughts on on who killed Pac? Why? I think Suge Knight had the most to gain yeah. from it. I mean, we look at like, and, and I, it was right. All Eyes on Me was the first album. Machiavelli was the second. Yeah. After that, there were seven other albums released. Some of those are greatest hits or some things that were recorded that were never put into a CD, but he had the most to gain from it. Right. Um, For sure. At least, I mean, his, his, you know, I don't think he perceived that the family would come after him the way they did. Maybe. I don't know. You'd have to no, think and that. This, you, you think the relationship between them two, you don't, like it's not like oh hey this guy's a really good rapper I'm gonna go ahead and sign him to go to prison and tell this dude I will bail you out but you have to sign over to me yeah I'm gonna pay you three million I'm gonna pay a three million dollar bail it's like a signing bonus but but it's it's not handled as if he's an artist it's handled as if he is a leader of a gang and I own you I own you yeah now 
regardless of that's how it was perceived or taken. That's that's how many other people have you heard that go down? I mean, my guess is over time, mind you, All Eyes on Me went ten times platinum, so it's a diamond album, yeah. right? Right. Um, before this, nothing had gone over two to three out. Uh, even even the Chronic has only been platinum three times, wow. which is Dr. Dre, right? But so, most of those platinums were after post death, right? Chronic? No, are you talking about Pac? Yeah, no, Pac's a, now. I'm sure his platinums were after death. Correct. I'm yeah. sure his death boosted, but but you would understand yeah. that he knows that. Yeah. Like my my thought process is most most of the evidence probably points to he was involved in some way. Did Suge Knight kill himself? Probably not. But my guess is that he had some involvement in how it went down. And the fact that his records, the records, there are records that show that he did fire David Kenner just weeks before death, and that the reason was he was going to start his own label. The only thing is, it's kind of backfired on him. I mean, he made a truckload of money, but now he's broken in prison again. Well, yeah. Only worth about $200,000, according to Google. How much is he worth? 200000 Man. Fall from grace. But, and, and the company's gone, and Snoop Dogg owns it now. Yeah. So it's back in the original kind of, he was the original album, kind of him and Dre were the original guys that were there. So it's tough, man. I, I don't know. It, you have to see that far into the future, and my guess is he couldn't see that where he's going to end up today, and he ended up getting incarcerated for other crimes, not Tupac-related. But... I don't know. I think that it there's there's no direct evidence saying that he did it, but I think there's a lot of evidence to say, suggest that he did. That he was involved. To, I should have tried to find that that interview by Jimmy Kimmel. That'd have been funny. Are we sure? It's, was it recent? It was God. Because I'm like Jimmy Kimmel hasn't been on TV. I mean, he's been on TV a long time now, but back when all this was happening, it was Jay Leno and uh, David Letterman. No, it's did uh, so that makes me believe that it was a more recent yeah, interview. Jimmy Kimmel that that. Knight was on a Jimmy Kimmel show and made a comment about getting syringes with AIDS and it would be an easy, low-down way to kill a man. So, wow. He took out... He took out it easy. was 2015, right before he got arrested. Again. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because he came back for Death Row Records between 2001 to 2015. Yeah. I think is what it was. I think that was the date that I was reading. But... Yeah. Tupac. Who killed him? Why? You got any thoughts on this? I know I'm with Andy, to be honest, I, I, too much evidence just shows that it would, you know, everything from the sh angle of the shooting to every, you know, should would have, you know, the only thing that sheds dark, money the and, only thing that would shed any kind of innocence on him is the fact that he was in the car, right? That right. Would, but I, was, I was there, but that's what this LAPD detective says. You're right. Which right. would take, which would give him, uh, an alibi. Deniability. Right? Yeah. But the angles that, it, that these guys shot at when dry, when, cause it was at a stop stoplight, right? They were, they but that's not up. concrete proof, right? No, and so being in the car is yeah. the biggest alibi that he could have. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I, I was just going to say, I mean, if it's not that, then, I mean, what else could it be? I mean, it, could it be gang-related shooting? It happened? could be. I mean, it could be. I mean, they were all involved in that kind of stuff. I would, it was stray too far from where, you know, they've lived. Yeah. And know. even though Puffy always looks like a happy-go-lucky guy, doesn't mean that he wasn't doing dirt behind the scenes. Yeah. He was just cleaner than shit. Like yeah. he didn't, you know what I mean? So, I think they all have a little bit of dirt, right? Like sure. at the end of the day, they've all got a past. Things like, just like Mac Dre clean. dying in a concert, right. right? Like you've got uh, Easy E. You've got, I mean, there's a number of people that have died who you have what? gotten more pop popular after the death. Yeah. Um, it's hard yeah. to say. Maybe, maybe, maybe Cody's right. Maybe Shugna had nothing to do with it at all. Maybe he's just an innocent bystander and it's, it's affected his life going forward because people don't, you know, know how to trust him on it. But uh, if that's the case, that sucks. Yeah. But 
he had the most to gain from it. Rapid R&B back then was dirty, no matter what. It was dirty. <laughs> Everything from album covers to songs that when you listen to the lyrics, later in life, you're like, oh, no. What are they really doing? I wonder why that is. Like, how come that, like, genre specifically just has the just gnarly you can think of? Because didn't rap come from R&B type stuff for that? Yeah. Yeah, like but, but R&B like the, uh, doesn't like, have like a Motown. Come, yeah, but yep. those roots aren't, you know, gang related at all. Right. No. I mean, I don't know of anything. I don't know why that one specific. Maybe it's because of the popularity because rap. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm not educated. I don't know. I don't, it, it's it, all post-war it, stuff. <laughs> like w- when we think about it, a lot changed in the way that we acted and treated people and women and all that stuff. Everything. It just slowly started to yeah. change after that. So. When you think about Motown, it's a little bit more, in my mind, respectful, right? When you think about, uh, who, who am I thinking of? The Temptations, right? Stuff like yeah. that. Uh, it's kind of like the basis for some of these things, but rhythm and blues. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I just know that when you started having Easy E, NWA, Nate Dogg, all those guys, they the content was not great. No. Um, no. It was either super sexual, super, you know, murder-esque, or combination of the both. But it was never. it was never any cleanliness to me it just it always just created division right yeah. if i'm going around saying f the the police right yeah. like i know they've got their reasons for feeling that way and saying that and again some of it could just be you know hey this is gonna make me lots of money or it's what people want to say but they can't say so i'm gonna say it on on whatever but to me it just leads to some kind of division yeah at the end of the day it's to make money that's all they were about was making the money all about the money all about the benjamins you know, and they're all coming. A lot of these guys back then were all coming out of very poor, you know, um, broke down areas where, you know, their their parents struggled or, you know, maybe they had broken homes or whatever the case may be. So here they go. They, you know, they can they can express their emotions heavily through this through rap music and get paid to do it like it. You know, well, the other day, Bailey had said something about um, oh, if you had lots of money, dad, you'd be a different person. I'm like, well, not necessarily. Dad, yeah. dad likes what I like, and there may be some things in our lives that improve, but yeah. I would still want to be the same person I am today. It's true. That I think Iris Springs would sell platinum records. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'd be an early investor. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is would, that it- Would I, your album be called The Pot of Gold? The pot, I, I just want to know. The Pot of Gold. The, or, the, or Pot of Greed? No, yeah. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Lucky They're magically Charms. delicious. Yeah. Oh my God. We got to find this stuff. Never going to. Um, the point I'm trying to make is, is that I don't believe that to be true all the way through. I think there, there are times that money can change people and make them act yeah. a certain way or show a different way. But I do think that it's possible to come from nothing and, and live in what they were, they were gang, both in gangs and very gang related to go from that, get a lot of money infused, but still have those, yeah. you know, way, the way of acting. It doesn't change who you, it doesn't change the foundational piece of who you are. You have to change that regardless Correct. of money or not. Okay. So. And that goes in both ways. So it's possible that this was completely gang related for both of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, that we're just grasping at straws because it's unexplainable. Yeah. Well, um, unless Suge Knight wakes up one day in his jail cell and, and says, it was me, I, I, don't, I don't think either of these deaths, specifically Tupac, is ever going to be uncovered. Just one of the, another one of those, those dead mysteries that will remain with a ton of conspiracies behind it. So who knows? Hey, if you guys have an idea, let us know. Maybe you've got a different conspiracy we didn't touch on. 
drop us a message. We'd love to hear about it. Either way, as always, we love you and we're out. Peace out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.